0: Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Betting Pros Podcast. We are going old school today. It is me, Dan Harris. It is him, Matt Peralt. Find us on Twitter at DanHarris80 and at Sports Talk Matt. We are going to be breaking down all of our thoughts about the first round of March Madness and the the first four as well today as we get into it. Uh, Matt, I mean, we talked about March Madness a little bit on the Fantasy Pros show, which we also dropped one, more of a bracket show. This is more of the against the spread type show. But, I mean, how how pumped are you on a scale of 1 to 10? You know, I think Friday morning I'm going to be at a 10. You're still not there yet, uh, Matt. I, You're I, still not there. I,
1: look, how often have we seen this? Like, like, I'm Lucy with the football, man. I just – I'm, right. I'm not – I got to get there. And then when I'm there, I'll be at a 10. At okay. the moment, I'm just kind of – I'm I'm on a slow six or seven, just kind of getting up there, and then. But once we get to like sixteen
0: games on one day, okay, I'll be able of tell. Okay, that'll be good. Okay, all right. So here's what we've got. First of all, if you want, if, if you enjoy Matt Peralt, as I do, you're going to be <laughs> able to get as much Matt Peralt as you want. Because here's what we have scheduled. First of all, you should all be subscribed to the Daily Juice Podcast, of course. That is where Matt basically gives you his best bets every morning in 15 minutes, maybe 16 minutes. I know, Matt, you're trying. I know you're trying to keep it low, but uh, you're doing a great job there. He'll be talking about a lot of March Madness coming up. And again, we're going to have some live streams at our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash betting pros, where you can be watching us now on this podcast. Matt is going to be doing a live stream Tomorrow or today, perhaps, when you're listening to this, Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. That's 6 p.m. his time. He's also going to do another one on Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern or, poor guy, 8 a.m. his time so that right an hour before tip-off, so he can give you his updated thoughts. This is going to be a little bit more preliminary. Matt's got plenty of time, and as we'll talk about, some of the lines are, are moving. I yep. prepared a little sheet this morning just to have them, and I'm looking at our consensus lines over at bettingpros.com, and uh, they're moving. They're moving right now, so I'm sure they'll move by the time Matt gets around to his <laughs> live stream. So <laughs> let's get into it, but before we do, let me tell you about a couple of really cool things that we've got going on. Over at Betting Pros, it is our bracket contest and our bracket optimizer. Both are 100% free and 100% awesome. Go to bettingpros.com slash March. Bettingpros.com slash March. That's where it's going to take you to the free contest. We are giving away a ton of prizes. It is brought to you by Fox Bet. First prize, $500, cold cash, and a signed Shaquille O'Neal Lakers jersey. Prizes two through fourth place finishers are also signed memorabilia from NBA Legends. Fifth place is a Hall of Fame subscription for one year to Fantasy Pros. And all that memorabilia is from our friends over at Pristine Auction. Again, this is 100% free to enter. It costs you nothing. Just go to bettingpros.com slash march. Now, if you enter that contest, if you don't enter that contest, it doesn't matter. You can still use our 100% free bracket optimizer, again, also at bettingpros.com slash March. So here's what you can do with the bracket optimizer. Okay, you can customize the size of your pool, your optimal bracket is going to be different. If you're in a pool with five of your buddies, versus a 1000 people that you don't know versus a million people that you don't know, there are going to be different strategies, the bracket optimizer is able to take all that into account, you can customize your scoring ESPN, Yahoo, CBS, NBA.com, they all score their bracket pools differently. So you can choose from one of their default scoring, or you can customize and put in your own scoring for your own pool. Finally, you can customize the methodology by which you want to optimize your bracket. Do you want to build your bracket using consensus brackets from experts all around the industry? Do you want to use it with consensus rankings of the teams? Do you want to use it based on the betting odds that are going into it? You can use any of that. And it is awesome. I've entered a ton of different pools, different sizes, using different methodologies. It's really cool. You can even play around with it. Again, bettingpros.com/slash March. Okay. And finally, also, I will remind you that the uh, bracket contest again is brought to you by Foxbet. As I said, we've got a great basketball offer going on right now. Go to bettingpros.com/slash Foxbet. Get a free $10 bet. Every single day that there are tournament games going on. So once the tournament starts, FoxBet is going to have these challenges window and they're going to have qualifying games make a wager of at least $10 on one dollars on one of those games, you will get a free $10 bet instantly to be used on another bet on that same day. This is good once per day for each day of the tournament. So you can get a free $10 bet to be used each day of the tournament when you just opt into the challenge each day. Again, that's over at bettingpros.com FoxBet. All right, Matt, let's get into it. Let's start with the first four. And we've got, you know, we talked, I talked about line movement. We've got it here. Mount St. Mary's is now getting one or is it getting half a point since we got getting half a point now? Goodness gracious. From Texas. Southern. So this, when I first looked at it, Texas Southern was laying one point. It doesn't really make that much of a difference. But what do you think here? How are you looking at this game at this early stage?
1: Yeah. So you guys are going to get a little bit of a, depending on when you're listening to this, this is going to be one of my, my third play on Thursday for the Daily Juice tonight. So I've already given out two of them. This would be a third one. So Texas Southern is a team that's going to look very similar to Mount St. Mary's and what they've seen from a variety of different teams, including Bryant in the NAC championship game. They're going to look to run. They're going to look to try to score at the rim. They want to play with a fast pace. Now, Texas Southern's not a very good three-point shooting team. They're one of the worst jump shooting teams in the entire country. Mount Mount St. Mary's or the mountains, what we call them. They got great point guard play. They got a little kid who can really fly, and they play stingy, stingy defense. Coming down the stretch, they were one of the best, if you want to call them non-Power 5 teams defensively. They just shut people down. So I think people are sleeping here a little bit on Mount St. Mary's. And as long as we don't see a team that normally can't hit threes hit threes, The Mount wins this game and they will advance. So I'm going to be on Mount St. Mary's on the money line. I'm not going to play around with anything in terms of line movement. I don't really care. You can pretty much get minus 110. Certain books are minus 108. But I'm taking Mount St. Mary's to knock out Texas Southern in advance
0: to take on a number one seed and get their doors blown off in two days. All right. So you're going to got just when you're listening, we've obviously got a million games to get through. So it's going to be a little rapid fire in the way that sort of was. I'm going to move on to the next game. And If you listen to Matt at all, you have heard Matt talk about Drake. And this is great because, again, you pointed this out, Matt, on the Daily Juice podcast a couple of days ago, you said this line is going to move and move it has. At one point, I think you locked it in when it was Drake getting to from Wichita State, the current consensus lines over at Betting Pros. And this is unique. It's even at one point, Drake laying to to Wichita State, but the consensus line is Drake laying one and a half? So at that number, I know you like Drake getting to at least. Do you still like yep. them if they're laying one and a half?
1: I do, but I mean, value plays. Th- this is where you're getting into a place where where you're you're really getting awful value you're buying into the market at the worst possible price so the one thing that i will say is that because of where we are it's not the worst thing in the world when you go from plus two to minus two it doesn't yeah. take, it doesn't take a ton of money to do that to, to move the line like that so i i am comfortable saying yeah fine you can still get in on drake you know minus one and a half and it should be okay i still think they win this basketball game I think that they are going to be just a better basketball team. And I think Wichita State, even though everyone's going to the resume for Wichita State saying, well, they beat Houston and they played Oklahoma Oklahoma State and they played a better caliber opponent. They did, but they were 9-10 to the number. They didn't play well in those games. They lost those games. They did beat Houston. That's their one big win. But you can make a real strong case that Wichita State should not be in this field. And I'm really surprised. On other years, we would have had a much louder cry about how the heck did Wichita State get into this thing over Louisville or somebody else. Else. so yeah. I just I think Drake getting Tank Hempel back is the reason why this number is flying what's weird is that FanDuel reported today that they've got a little bit of a weird situation they are heavy on Wichita State and yet the line keeps going towards Drake so if you're somebody who likes to laugh about reverse line movement right that's the definition of reverse line movement where the number is going to Drake but they have liability to Wichita State so you would go well why would that be respected money on Drake is moving this so right. I, I hate this much line movement I don't I mean, closing line value is awesome, but it doesn't always mean you're going to win. So I'm a little concerned about how much money's coming in here on
0: Drake, but uh, I'll take the plus two, and hopefully that's good enough to get a W. Do you think that this is going to keep moving, or do you think it's bottomed out here at Drake laying one and a half, maybe two?
1: I don't know. It feels like two and a half would be the ceiling for it, okay. just because I think I think the game is going to be tight. I, I don't think Drake's going to run away with it, but I think Drake is going to have just a couple of more playmakers down the stretch offensively. Wichita State gives up nearly seventy points a game. That's not typical for Wichita State to to give up that many points. They normally play like you know in the low in the low sixties is how they'd rather play. So I, I think this is a chance for Drake to score. To a ch- it's a chance to utilize some of their guard play. Yusefu and company, I think, you know, Roman Penn being out's a big deal, but I love Yusefu. I think he's played tremendously well in replacement of Roman Penn. So I think they're fine with the point guard spot. I think they got their bigs to get after it. I think Drake's just a better basketball team.
0: All right, let's go to Appalachian State, who is now laying three and a half to Norfolk State. Again, that that's bouncing back and forth. You look at the consensus lines, half the books are basically at three, half of them are at three and a half. So it's right around there. So which team, Matt, what do you think of which team, you know, as they as they fight off the inevitable first round exit over here, what do you think, uh, who's going to come out on top on this I one? This is
1: a game I'm not betting because I've, I've not seen or read or followed anything to do with these two teams. Like this okay. is just one of those games where I'm like, If I had to bet it, give me three and a half points for Norfolk State. I've talked to some people who really like the over here in this game. They think this is going to be a more up-tempo scoring basketball game than people and then the books are expecting. So I guess I would trail that and say the over is the play here. But Mm -hmm. in terms of a side, I really don't have a feel for either
0: one of these basketball teams. Yeah, so the over under there, sorry, I'm pulling it up now, is a 133 and a half. So you're saying if you had to go something on this game, that's where you would go. But but overall, you're just kind of staying away. Yeah.
1: Over, right? I mean, I may bet I may play the over, but I've I've okay. made this proclamation that I'm not betting totals during yeah. the dance. So yep. I
0: kind of have to like, you know, watch myself a little bit on,
1: on that and say, okay, <laughs> fine. I said I wasn't gonna bet it, so I won't bet it.
0: Yeah, all right. All right. Last of the first four, uh, Michigan State laying two right now on the consensus line. That's that's pretty much everywhere to UCLA. Any feelings on this one?
1: Yeah, so I'm in, this is the second play that I gave out on the Daily Juice. So I'm on Michigan State minus one and a half against UCLA. Mick Cronin's a I mean, his record in the NCAA tournament is not good. I... I will be fading the Pac-12 heavily in this tournament, and I think Michigan State's played a higher caliber of competition. I think they've played a better, uh, just overall brand of basketball. I think Tom Mizzle's a better coach. This is going to be, essentially this is a race to 60, okay? Whoever scores 60 first is going to wind up winning this game. That's why we've seen money coming on the under like crazy. Under opened up at 138.5. The total did, and now it's down to 135 here in Vegas. So it's just a ton of money on the under. Everyone's expecting this to be a grinder basketball game. It's 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 the last game of the day, 10 o'clock Eastern time, and it's going to be a really boring, boring game. (laughs) I, I just think Michigan State wins the game because they've played a higher caliber of competition, but neither one of these teams is really all that good.
0: All right, let's go to Friday. Uh, we've got Florida laying one to Virginia Tech. Now this is also kind My of gosh, all over coming the place. out of the gate
1: with that. That's the game we're starting with. They're okay. well, I, I'm goodness. just going.
0: I'm just. I'm going from top to bottom on the betting oh. gross consensus. Don't hate me. You want to start with a different game? You do no, what I say, fine, right? am the host. That's a really Probably. hard
1: game to pick. So you come out of the gate with one of the more. You difficult don't have games to. P- you don't have
0: to pick. You could just say I don't have a good feel for it. And again, yeah. it, it's funny because you look at that, you know the consensus line again is Florida laying one. When I checked it this morning, it was Virginia Tech laying one. And if you look. Look at the various books at DraftKings. You've got Florida laying one, but at FanDuel, you've got Virginia Tech laying yeah. one. So it's, it's right there. It doesn't make a huge difference. But OK, so obviously you think that this is an incredibly difficult game to pick then.
1: Yeah, I'm on vatech just on my bracket to win this game because, as I, as yeah. I said, I'm just there, there are certain teams I'm not in love with. Florida is one of these teams that are so inconsistent yeah. that I can't really trust them. But, I mean, ACC teams like VauTech, I, yeah, this is a really hard game. I don't know what to make of this if I make of this game personally. I'm just, uh, I'm, I, that's I'm okay. going, yeah,
0: I, I, gun to my head, Vatech. That's fine. They're good. I. It's better if you're not like, oh, I feel great about, it. like, yeah. you shouldn't feel great about, <laughs> a, you know, all these games. But how do you feel then about Arkansas laying eight and a half to Colgate? Any leans on that one? All right. So this is the game. At FanDuel, they reported the biggest handle
1: on this game. Everyone's on Colgate because the numbers speak to Colgate. Laying nine, eight and a half in any tournament game when it's a team like Arkansas scares the holy heck out of me. If I had to, I would take the points. I do think Arkansas wins the game, but there's a, I mean, in terms of like upset specials, if you want to watch for yeah. like a 14 seed to beat a three seed, this is the game that everyone thinks that Colgate is way under the radar screen and no one's paying attention to them and they're going to wind up winning this game. So
0: I would take the points. Colgate plus nine. Yeah, it's funny because the consensus line now is 8.5. At Fandle, it's 9.5, so for sure. But I agree with you. This is one where I, I don't know if Colgate's going to win this game for sure, but I do think that they're going to be able to keep it close enough that I would also go with the points. Let's go to <laughs> Illinois, laying 22.5 to Drexel. What do you do when you have spreads this big? Do you just completely ignore it or do yeah. you have a lean?
1: I mean, I think I, I think you have to get away from it. I think you have to find a way just not to... I mean, there are a couple of games that we will get into that I may think yep. about laying it, but any, any spread that's over 17, I think you just have to be really careful. If you're going to bet it, it's the first half. Okay. that That's, okay. that's how I'd bet it because you know, you're going to get at least the full complement of play. The second half, you have no idea what the walk-ons are going to do. You just right. don't, you just don't know. How, and as a team playing for their last half of the year sure, shooting tons of threes. Like it's just, it's too much to, to delay for certain games or a couple of games. I'll think about it, but this is not one of them.
0: All right. Number six, Texas tech laying four to Utah state. How do you feel about that one?
1: All right. So Texas tech is a team that is going to see a Utah state team that loves to shoot threes. They're going to play a lot of zone and Utah state can shoot pretty well. Yeah. I just think Texas tech is in my mind. I don't think this should be a four and a half or five point number. If you can find a five, I would take Utah State to keep this game close. I think this is a three-point game one way or the other. I think this is going to be one of the better games of the day. I, yeah. I really, I think Utah State's going to be in this, and I think Texas Tech will find a way. They don't really blow out anybody, but I just think ultimately Texas Tech's the better basketball team.
0: Yeah, the consensus line, every single book I'm looking at, and I think it's 10, 12 books or something like that, every single one of them is at minus four. So, yeah, I mean, that that's where we are. I agree with you that I think it's going to be close. The next one, not so close. And that's two seeded Ohio State laying 16 to 15th seeded Oral Roberts. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think Ohio State destroys them. I, I think this is one of the games where I would think about laying the points there. And, and I love the first half here for Ohio State to come out of the gate after losing the Big 10 championship. I, I think this is going to be a team that's going to be very fired up and very excited to get after it here in the tournament. So uh, this is an unfortunate situation. I have Ohio State in the final four. I, I, I think Oh, you that, do? Yeah, I think I think Ohio okay.
0: State's going to come in and play really well in this tournament. All right. How about, again, this is one of the big lines, uh, Baylor laying 26 to Hartford. Hartford is awful
1: and I mean <laughs> awful awful awful. I watched the because UMass Lowell played them in in, in the America East championship game and way back when when when, when UMass Lowell went to Division 1 I ended up signing them to the radio station in New Hampshire that I was playing, that I that I was running as their general manager. So I had like I couldn't believe that Pat Duquet was still the coach and Pat Duquet was playing in the title game to go to the dance and I watched Hartford. Hartford killed him, but I'm like, Hartford's awful. Baylor can win this game by seventy if they want to. So I'm serious. That's how bad Hartford is. It's just it's just a matter of what does Baylor want to win by. And and I just okay. don't know what they want to win by. Right.
0: All right. All right, that's fair and enjoyable for me to hear about. So, in my notes, Matt, for Loyola, Chicago, and Georgia Tech, like a game, I think that everybody's like, "Whoa!" And you know, w- with the way the seating came out, feels tough for a first-round game. When I wrote up my notes this morning, the consensus line was Loyola, Chicago laying three. It is now Loyola, Chicago laying four and a half, and at Fox Bet, it's five. It's five so in Vegas. What it's five. Here. It's five in Vegas. Yeah. All right. Has it moved today? Was it like that as well? Because yeah. it was. It, yeah, it's oh, moved. There, there's right, been so? some
1: some big money coming in here on on Leo Chicago. The Ramblers are getting a lot of love, and, and it makes sense because people are coming into Vegas.
0: They're getting here and they're betting Leola, right? Okay. And do you agree with that? I mean, is that would you take them at four and a half now? Five? Because I, I don't know. I would wait. I mean, get it, the best number, and I'd take Georgia Tech.
1: Yeah. Them. Right. I, yeah. Okay. I think Leola Chicago is going to win the game. I, I think this is a this is a barn burner. Okay. This is going to be the reason why everyone's betting on Layla Chicago is because Georgia tech has a player who has COVID-19. We don't know which player that is. So they're without somebody. So maybe somebody knows something, right? Maybe it's a starter. Okay. Maybe it's somebody of of, of real value that Georgia tech's going to have a problem with. Layla Chicago is really good. I know people who have 300 to one tickets on them to win it all. Okay. People thought, you know, way in the preseason thought that Mm -hmm. this team, Porter Moser is a really good coach. I've known him for years and he played at Creighton and he was in the Valley forever. And he's now with the final four. He stuck around, stayed at Loyola, didn't leave. And now he's right back here with another team. That's going to chance to make a run. So, I think they win the game, but I think if you get to five or higher, I would be on the dog there. I would take Georgia Tech to keep the game relatively close.
0: Yeah. I mean that's what that's what, you know, I'm I'm you know, I we we are honest with each other. Like I'm knee deep into baseball at the moment. So like I I'm following it, but I'm not as yeah. in the weeds as you. But when I saw that it was getting four and a half, I was like, yikes. I mean that, that strikes me as Georgia Tech is the right play there. Let's go to Tennessee laying eight. To Oregon State, how do you feel about that one?
1: Look, th- this is going to be—I I hate the number—and because I don't like Oregon State at all, and I and I, I think it's really kind of strange to me when I look at the number of people betting on Oregon State. Tennessee defensively is better than people realize. Yes, they got a really good coach. They're not great offensively, but they can D you up. Yep, and if you if you haven't played them before. I mean, Oregon State, this is like a miracle run. They shouldn't be in this tournament. They're just just there because they won the Mm Pac-12. So I don't know. I mean, the number is really high, but I think the volunteers are going to take apart Oregon State. So if I was going to bet it, I would
0: lay the eight. All right. How about Oklahoma State laying seven and a half to Liberty? Look, Liberty is a a pretty good team, and Liberty can score. And yep.
1: the, this is this game has overwritten all over it. Everyone's betting the over here in this game. Again, I'm not betting totals, but this is if you want something on this, I think the total is probably a good way to go.
0: It opened the up. The total, a, by the way, is 139 and a half. Yeah, Just it that's crashing. The it's crashing. It's mm-hmm. crashing. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. It
1: opened up at 146 and a half. I, I don't get this. I would have bet the over 146, and that was 140. Okay. You, you can yeah. get over 140. So, I, I mean, I, I guess it's people are thinking that Liberty's not going to be able to score. And the Oklahoma State's gonna be able to score slow them down. But Liberty's not I mean, I've only watched them a couple of times, but I mean they're they could be a giant killer here. They, they could yeah. take out Oklahoma State. If Cade Cunningham gets in foul trouble yep. or, or doesn't play well, you know, I mean, if you can find eight out there, the consensus is it opened up at eight. It went down to seven and a half. I'm looking at yep. six and a or seven and a halves. If you
0: can yep. find an eight again out there, I would be on Liberty plus eight. Yeah. I mean, it's seven and a half pretty much across the board. There's a seven still at Bet America, but yeah, I mean, Liberty can shoot. (laughs) They can shoot from downtown. It's a a tough one. I I think if I was forced to go, I would take the points with Liberty because if they get hot, they could be pretty scary. Let's go to the next game. Uh, North Carolina laying one and a half to Wisconsin.
1: Yeah. I think Roy Williams is 29 and 0 all time in the first round of the tournament. He has the more talented basketball team. I don't like Wisconsin. They've cost me a lot of money. I can't get that team right. I really have no idea what Wisconsin's going to look like in this game. So, I mean, I'm probably going to bet this. I'm probably
0: taking Carolina here. It's yeah. pretty much a pick. I think Carolina wins this game and advances. Yeah, I agree with you. I think if North Carolina gets up, you know, from the start, the game's kind of over. I don't see Wisconsin being able to come back. Let's go to Houston Lang 20 and a half. To Cleveland State. What do you think? This is a bad matchup for Cleveland State. Of all the teams they could run into, this
1: is the team that they did not want to see. Opened up at 18. It's now 20. Houston defensively is suffocating. And they might be the weirdest team in the country. I've watched and bet on a ton of their games this year. And they just... They would. They want to play defense and shoot threes, and that's it. So they mm-hmm. can go to. A, they can have like 15 made threes in a game, and they'll hold you to like 40 points. So they'll win the game like 60 to 40. And it's not. It's <laughs> a, It's the weirdest thing. You're like, how did you win by 20 when you only scored 60 points? It's because right. they held you to 40. So I, Cleveland State, this is not the type of defensive team they wanted to see. They wanted to go up temp up tempo. Right. I mean, just. Look at Houston in terms of possessions per game. They're one of the slowest teams in the entire country. They grind out possessions, which is so weird because all they do is grind it out in jack threes. But they hit threes, and they're, they're one of the best rebounding teams in the entire country. They just crash the offensive glass. I, I'll lay it. 20 points. The, this could be name your score, Houston, to how big they want to win this game.
0: <laughs> all right. I love it. Let's go to Purdue laying 7.5 to North Texas.
1: I think Purdue is gonna have a problem here. All right. I think they win the game. I got Purdue advancing. But I think North Texas is a bad matchup, and this seven foot three kid for Purdue might actually be the number one difference here as to why Purdue wins. I could see Purdue needing an offensive rebound to put the have the put back to go ahead and advance, and that seven three kid's the one that does it. I don't really like Purdue here. North Texas, they're playing well, they won their conference tournaments. I mean, I'll take the points
0: here. Give me North Texas. You do think Purdue is going to come out on top, though?
1: I do think they win, but okay. I think North Texas yep. is is live. Yep. I could I could see North Texas knocking out Purdue. I'm I'm not a huge fan of this Purdue basketball team.
0: All right, Rutgers laying one and a half now to Clemson. How about
1: that? Right? I mean, right. That game is like, excuse me, because right. Clemson out of the ACC. Yep. But I'm I'm in agreement. I'll lay it. I love Rutgers. I've been a big fan of Rutgers. I love their talent. They're so darn inconsistent. It's just so frustrating. They can beat like a Michigan, but then they'll lose to a Nebraska. Like, it's, it's crazy. The game opened at a pick. It's now Rutgers minus one and a half. I'm fine with laying the one and a half. I like Rutgers to win in advance.
0: All right, how do you feel about San Diego State laying 3 to Syracuse?
1: All right, this game is crazy. All right, because you've got the famous Bayheim 2-3 zone. Of course. You've got you got a top 30 three-point shooting team in in uh in San Diego in San Diego State. They love to shoot the three. My question is the head coach Brian Dutcher probably going to Minnesota. And he has a buyout in his in his contract that every other team it's 4 million. For Minnesota it's 1 million. His father coached at Minnesota. It's kind of a done deal that he's going there. So what? how does his, his team feel about that? Are they going to go and win one for the Gipper, or are they like, screw you, I don't like you? <laughs> so that's my big concern about this game and probably why I won't play it. But okay. I, Buddy Beheim, needs to be the Buddy Beheim of the ACC right. tournament, or they get run out of the gym and they lose bad. they yeah. got to hit a bunch of shots on offense to keep that game close. If I had to bet it, I would I would take San Diego State.
0: All right, West Virginia laying thirteen to Moorhead State.
1: This is tough, right? Because I don't know a ton about Moorhead State, and I think West Virginia could beat this team by thirty easily. But their three pointers have got to fall. So right. I got West Virginia advancing, but I don't know that number feels a little bit heavy to me. So I would probably if I I'm staying away from this game. But if I had to bet it, I'd take the dog. But I could see West Virginia really putting a number on here. Morehead really,
0: State hasn't played in a few weeks, right? Haven't I think they? Like, that's not, true. Yeah, I, they haven't played a game in like two weeks. So I, you know, I don't know. I I, I kind of think West Virginia is going to have this because I think uh, you know Morehead State, you know, they, they kind of they're going to have to hit their shots, and I, with that long a layoff, I just yep. I don't trust them at all. Let's get to the last game here on uh, Friday, and that is Villanova now laying six and a half to Winthrop. This is so funny. Because there
1: are a couple of games where the quote-unquote handicappers are all over these favorite public dogs. This is one of them. And I think Nova's going to kill Winthrop. And I I think they got the two losses without, you know, everyone's saying, okay. So they lost to Georgetown without uh, without, without, the, without their starting point guard, uh, Colin Gillespie. Mm-hmm. And they lost the game before that to Providence without Colin Gillespie. Well, now they've had about they've had two games and they've had about three weeks to get ready for this to for this for, for Winthrop. And I just think there's more talent on Villanova. And I don't get this whole love with Winthrop and, oh, they shoot the three and, oh, they're a little engine right. that could give me Villanova. All <laughs> right. I'm, I'm going to be betting this. I'm taking Nova minus six and a half.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I don't have a good feel for it personally. But, yes, everything I hear is everybody talking about Winthrop. Like, they, they really like it. They like it with the oh, points. Yeah. I don't know enough about it. But, all right, I'm glad. I'm glad It's there Winthrop, go, no way. Look- it's Ohio, and it's yep. UC Santa Barbara. Those are the yes. three teams. And I'm oh. fading
1: all three of those. I'm going against the, 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 quote, unquote, trendy dog in all three of those games.
0: You know, we're going to talk about UC Santa Barbara against Creighton. Let's go, though, to let's start on Saturday and let's go to Colorado laying five and a half to Georgetown. I like Georgetown.
1: I like Georgetown to win the game outright. I, again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fading the Pac-12. I think Patrick Ewan's got that team playing really well. There was this joke with a guy named Jim Root, who works for a, a website called Three Man Weave, who's on my show every Tuesday, where we would joke around that Georgetown plays one great half in one bad half. It was up up to us to figure out which half was going to be the good half to bet. They figured out how to play two halves. And this team, I think, has a ton of confidence. And I think Colorado is running into a buzzsaw here. I I like Georgetown's length. I like their rebounding. I like their
0: toughness. I think they win the game outright. All right. I love it. Let's go to Florida State, laying 10 and a half to UNC Greensboro. Route. I think Florida
1: State is going to route. I like this Florida State team a lot. I got them going to the, to the to the Elite Eight. I think Florida State is super athletic. They're super long. They're well-coached. Uh, I, I think, in particular, because this is a team that's kind of from their region in the ACC in a way,
0: I'm all over Florida State here to win this game big. Okay. Kansas State laying... I'm sorry. Uh, Kansas laying ten and a half to Eastern Washington. You now, this is another game where the lines moved. And yep. it,
1: it, it's kind of weird. It's gone towards Eastern Washington. Opened up at 13. It's down to 10 and a half. So this is a game I'm just going to watch because people who have watched Eastern Washington, not me, haven't seen them, they think this team can potentially knock out Kansas. And given Kansas's amazing history of losing games in the tournament early, there's the Killer Bs, there's the Bradleys, the Bucknells. I was there for Northern Iowa. I was literally about 15 feet from Ali Farrokh-Banesh's shot where he knocked out Kansas and Oklahoma City, and that was 10 years ago to yesterday. <laughs> it popped up on my timeline on Facebook, and I was like, holy <laughs> crap. That was 10 years ago when that when that happened, but it was 10 years ago in 2010 when that happened. So, I mean, Kansas, could it be all over again where Kansas gets knocked out early in the first round? I don't know, but I'll watch it and see. I'm not going to get involved with it, but let's see what Eastern Washington can do.
0: All right, how about LSU laying one and a half to St. Bonaventure?
1: Look, I'm on. I'm I may be on my own island here. I love LSU. I, I love their post play. I love their backcourt. I think they win and beat St. Bonaventure. They're going to knock out Michigan. I got LSU going to uh, the Sweet 16. I'm I'm really really high on this LSU team. I, Will Wade's a really good coach. I like backcourt play. I like one or two good big men, and I like coaching in the tournament, and LSU's got all of it. I know St. Bonaventure's really good out of the A-10, Yeah, but I'm going with LSU. All right,
0: all right, all right. How about, let's get to the, you know, got to hear, again, if you listen to Daily Juice, you've heard Matt talk about Creighton, and you <laughs> referenced this earlier, Creighton now laying seven to UC Santa Barbara. Go ahead. I'm just waiting for the best number. I'm shopping around, yep. and he, look,
1: the Gauchos play, a grind-it type of style. The Gauchos have some size, but they want to make you shoot threes, and they want to guard and muck up the game in the paint. They give up about 35% shooting from behind the three-point line, and if they're going to give the Jays open threes, they're going to get killed. So this is why... I think 10 was too heavy. I think the first number was right. I don't think the Jays should have been 10-point favorites here. But 7... I'm comfortable laying the seven with the Creighton Blue Jays because I don't think UC Santa Barbara can keep up if the Jays. It all comes down to three players. Marcus Zegorowski has got to control tempo. Mitch Baylock has got to hit open threes. And Christian Bishop has got to be as tough as possible on the glass and rebound as many shots as he can, both offensively and defensively. Don't let the two big men for UC Santa UC Barbara to control tempo and dictate the, the glass. If those three, those three things happen, Jays win going away. Alabama laying 17 to Iona. Look, I think Rick Pitino told us all we need to know when he was having the interview about Alabama and how much respect he has for Alabama. And he was like, we know what we're doing. We know who we're up against. Uh, Yeah, I I think he knows that he's about to get run straight out of the gym by Alabama, so... Uh, I've got UConn, though, beating Alabama in the second round. Okay. So I love Alabama. I've made a lot of money on Alabama this year. Yep. There's just something up with Alabama inconsistency that I don't love. So Bama big over Iona, very similar to how I'm looking at teams um, like like Iowa. We'll get that game in a second. But I have Iowa yep. crushing Grand Canyon and losing to Oregon. So okay. big wins in the first round and then losing outright in the second. So Iowa's laying 15 to Grand Canyon. You're taking Iowa? Yeah, I think they win the game by 30. I think they absolutely just eviscerate. This is what Iowa does. Iowa takes bad teams behind the woodshed and just punishes them. So I think they kill Grand Canyon, and then they lose to Oregon outright.
0: Okay, so then let's go. I mean, I know you got UConn winning this game, so yeah. I assume that you're going to take them laying the three then yeah. to Maryland, right? Yeah, I
1: do. I, I just think James Knight is the type of player that you need to have special players in March. He's a special player. He's a pro He's a guy who wants the ball in his hands. I just think this is going to be too much for Maryland. They're a streaky team too. I mean, but I, I think yeah. that this is a, this is UConn's time. They did not win the Big East tournament. I had them winning the Big East tournament, but I'm really high on UConn, and, and I think UConn wins the game and covers that three over Maryland. I agree with you. Virginia laying seven and a half to Ohio. All right, so here's the game that everyone's on Ohio. Right? Mm-hmm. What do you do with Virginia? Because. Virginia is a team that won't show up until Friday. (laughs) They've got COVID problems. Like it's ridiculous right now with, I don't know how you bet this game to be frank on either side. I'm not sure how you bet this game, but everyone's on Ohio because of that reason. I'm going to let this go down, 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 down and take Virginia. So give me the best number possible. It, It opened at 10. It's down to seven. Get me under six if possible. Get me to five and a half if it gets down that far, and I'll take Virginia just based on talent.
0: All right, how about Oklahoma laying one to Missouri? This is a good game. I don't like
1: Missouri. I like Oklahoma a lot. I think Oklahoma's going to push the Zags in the second round. I I like OU to win and cover that game, and then I think they lose to Gonzaga, but I think the Zags are going to have a fight on their hands. Oklahoma's been a giant killer this year.
0: Yeah. All right, how about Texas laying nine and a half now to Abilene Christian?
1: Abilene Christian's been kind of a sneaky sports gambling yep. team that, against the number, they've been really good. Yep. And guys on the Discord channel for betting pros and for us on the Daily Jews, they love this team. I, I'm going to take the points. And, yep. and, and And just, I like Texas, but Shaka Smart has... Fallen on his face before Texas in just this moment. And they're coming off the Big 12 championship. Are they playing too high? Are they thinking too much about themselves and taking this team a little bit too lightly? I'll take the points. Texas probably wins, but I'll take yep. the points.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's too many points. I will take it with 9.5. Abilene Christian is, is really... An interesting team. They force a lot of turnovers. It's going to be fun to watch. I do think Texas wins the game, but I do like the 9.5 to Abilene Christian. How about Oregon laying 5.5 to VCU?
1: All over Oregon. Dana Altman, I, I, he's, he's a phenomenal coach in tournaments. Oregon's a hard team to play on short notice, even though they have a week to prepare. They've got athletes all over the place. Oregon underperformed a little bit this year in the Pac-12. Again, this is I, I'm, I'm fading the majority of Pac-12 teams. The only team I'm not fading is Oregon, really. I like Oregon to win in cover against
0: VCU. As do I. All right. That's it, because we don't know obviously the teams that are going to play, you know, after the the first four. So if you want, I didn't miss any, right, Matt? I think I got them all. Right? I don't. Yeah, there's... i got them all <laughs> quiet down. You just say yes. Um. So if you if you want to hear Matt's picks after the first four, tune into the live streams. youtubecom slash pros. Don't forget, and we will be back next week. By the way, talking about the next round for the next weekend mm-hmm. for sure. Don't forget to go to bettingpros.com slash March. Use our bracket optimizer. Enter our contest. Both are free. You will enjoy it. And again, don't forget, subscribe to Daily Juice, by the way. Matt will be talking about March Madness all week. And then don't forget uh, to tune into the live streams, youtube.com slash bettingpros. Thursday, probably when you're listening to this at nine o'clock Eastern. And then Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. Until then, we will be back next week as we are every single week here. At least once a week we're doing the show. So I will talk to you again next week.